0: Morning. It is Monday, May 18th, and this is Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus outbreak in Mid-Missouri. You can catch Community Pulse Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. on KOPN. And all episodes can be found online at KOPN.org and on our Facebook page. Today on Community Pulse, voting in the time of coronavirus. Dr. Elizabeth Allman, local family physician and host of Your Health Matters, will be joined by Boone County Clerk, Brianna Lennon, to discuss local elections and how they will be affected by the pandemic. In Boone County, municipal elections that usually take place in early April have been postponed to June 2nd. For more information on voting in Boone County or to request an absentee ballot, visit vote.boonmo.org. Absentee voting is still available, and the deadline to request an absentee bail- a mailed absentee ballot is May twentieth. That's this Wednesday. Good morning, Elizabeth and Brianna. Hey,
1: thank you for having for supporting us, and thank you so much, Brianna, for joining us um, with very little notice.
2: No thanks. I uh, appreciate having the opportunity to continue doing voter education, especially when so much of it needs to be done with the shifting events and and different things for voters.
1: Right. So before we get into that, I want to just quickly run through the stats. In the world, we have four million eight hundred and thirty. 33 documented cases with 317,000 deaths um, and uh, 1.8 million people recovering. In the United States, we have 1,529,000 cases with um, almost 91,000 deaths and 346,000 people recovering from Matthew Holloway's data. He's going to be Ginny's guest on Wednesday. I'm very excited about this. Uh, Missouri has 11,090 cases. Uh, Boone County has increased to 104 cases. So that's four cases up in the last 24 hours. But it's, you know, we've had very, we've had small number of cases for the last several weeks, you know, more, no more than two a day. And so, this is double the you know the recent case numbers but with these numbers so small it's hard to talk about them statistically so that's a concerning trend but we're going to watch it. Um, Saline County has had its first death has has uh, Cannon County um, and those numbers associated with the meatpacking plants continue to increase in case numbers. Missouri has 607 deaths and our um, number of cases uh, is steady for the last five or six days, so it's still sort of declining a little bit, but not as dramatically as what we would have hoped. And I bet that that's because of increased testing and increased contact between people. And how we determine those is really difficult. So, <clears throat> given that uh, I, you know, we're everything is changing, including how we vote, and how we vote is so important. So I'm so glad, Brianna, that you're willing to. Um, to be here. So can you, can you start off talking about, um, absentee ballots and how people can do that and what they need to do to be able to vote absentee if that's what they want to do?
2: Sure. So, um, absentee voting by mail, you can still request an absentee ballot by mail until Wednesday at 5 PM. The easiest way to do it is to go on our website and that's vote.boonmo.org. And if you're already a registered voter in Boone County, then you are, um, and you registered before the, the March 11th deadline, then you're eligible to request an absentee ballot for the June election. And you can uh, look yourself up and then request an absentee ballot. If you have a touch screen, you can sign it to and then submit it to us. Uh, if you receive the sample ballot in the mail, um, the blue sheet that was the instructional sheet that came with the sample ballot also included a uh, application for an absentee ballot on the back of that. You can take a picture of it and email it to us. You can fax it to us. You can mail it to us. Uh, It just has to be, we have to have it by 5 p.m. on Wednesday in order for us to mail a
1: ballot to you. Okay. So what if people, so you keep specifying that there's this thing for to mail a ballot. So it sounds like there's another option as well.
2: Yes. So if you do miss the deadline, but you don't want to go to your polling place uh, or you can't go to your polling place, um, depending on which excuse of the absentee list that you are using, uh, we do have in-office absentee available. And today is the first day that we are slowly reopening the county building. So we're located at the corner of 9th and Ash, and we're on the second floor. We've... um, put up plexiglass barriers between our office staff and any voters that need to come in. Uh, We wear masks and we have social distancing um, places every six feet for people to stand or we put chairs there too to sit. It's a short ballot, so I don't think that if you come in person to vote absentee, it's really going to take that long. Um, But we do have that available all the way until uh, Monday, June 1st, at 5 p.m. So if you do miss that deadline but you still wanted to absentee vote, you can still do that in our office.
1: What has this been like for you and your staff, Brianna, to figure out how to do all these things?
2: Um, I, really, the, the biggest help has been... The postponement of the election from April to June, and that was one of the reasons so many of the local election authorities were asking for that, because we've now had enough time to to kind of line up our resources, make sure the polling places that are available uh, are going to be um, sufficient. Moving it to to, Jul- to June second just gave us that extra time that we needed. So we are seeing, I mean, our absentee ballots are about triple what they normally are for a local election. So I fully anticipate that this is going to be a year where we are very, very heavy on mail-in absentee voting. So that's going to be uh, something that we're taking into account when we're planning the back end, because sending out the absentee ballots is one thing, having enough staff on hand to process them when we come back, and making sure that they're, they're done in a timely fashion is the next challenge that we will be working on.
1: So are people working, are your staff working long hours? Are you hiring extra staff? How are you handling that?
2: Now uh, We had extra staff that was on hand for the March election, and so we've just kept them working as well. Uh, so we are fully staffed on that end. When we start talking about processing absentee ballots, that has to be done by bipartisan teams of election judges. So that will be making sure that we have election judges available. And you can still sign up, especially if you're interested in uh, working on the absentee voting side of things, feel free to sign up on our website. It's vote.bumo.org. We start processing things on the Thursday or Friday before the election. And so if you don't, if you've worked a, a regular poll worker day, We are still looking for poll workers that want to work on Election Day. But if you are interested in seeing what it's like to be an absentee election judge, uh, we are recruiting for that, too. And uh, bipartisan teams have to check the envelopes, open the envelopes, make sure that everything is completed correctly, separate the ballot from the envelope itself for it to be counted. So um, that part is the process that is going to take longer just because we have so many more mailed absentee ballots than we normally do.
1: Okay. And so the ballots, the absentee ballots don't actually get counted before the election, right?
2: No. they're So when they are processed, they are counted on election night. So they're the first results that we
1: normally get back. Okay. That's why they get back because they're just already in a, ready for you to process those. That's why they come back so quickly on election night.
2: Correct. We have a um, high-speed central Count machine that um, gotcha. once we're done getting all of this, that we just run it through that.
1: So, um, is what percentage of people typically vote by vote absentee in an election in a, in an election like this? These smaller um, mid session elections.
2: I mean, it's normally a tiny amount. Even on a on a higher engagement April election, we see something like eight hundred absentees. Sometimes we see 900 absentees. But the other thing to know is uh, with Missouri being such a in-person heavy state, even of those 800 or 900 absentees that we've had in the past, the majority of them have been people that have walked into the office and voted. So um, this is a a complete turn because we've got over 2,000 absentee ballots that have been requested. And only forty two or forty three of those have been people that have voted in person,
1: okay, so the mail in um stuff it, the mail in absentee balance is is the a really big shift for you. Um, so if people were wanting to be an election judge for processing the absentee balance, are those still, um, what kind of shifts are we talking about? I know one of the obstacles to being a, an election judge on election day is that it's a really long day.
2: Sure. So um, they are more like regular working day hours. Okay. Uh, so we, we don't start at 6 a.m. or anything like that. Um, we, start, we start around okay. 8. Um, there can be breaks and things like that. It's a lot more like kind of being an office staff person than it is like being a um, judge in charge of running a polling place.
1: Right, right. Um, and if people are interested, can you say again, can you give again the contact inform- Contact place where people could request an absentee ballot and could um, sign up to be an election judge either on election day or in the office to help you out? So
2: vote.boonmo.org. And you can request a ballot. You can check your polling place. You can uh, sign up to be a poll worker. That's an important thing to know, too, if you're planning to vote on Election Day. Um, Check your polling place because we've had to rearrange a few because of polling places that weren't available. So we've got quite a few schools that we're going to be utilizing this time. And uh, I just want to make sure that everybody checks before they go to the polls that they're going to the correct place.
1: So if a person wanted to vote by mail this time, wanted to vote absentee by mail, what, um, who gets to do that?
2: Um, so that has still been somewhat of an open question. Every county has done that individually. Um, there have been several other counties, St. Francis and St. Charles come to mind, uh, that have said that there is an excuse called confinement or incapacity due to illness and that, adhering to CDC recommendations or local public health recommendations to stay at home, socially distance, uh, follow public health orders that are in effect, um, that that would be a reasonable interpretation of confinement due to illness. And uh, voters here could use that excuse as well. Um, If they choose to vote absentee, that is uh, one that's available. And then that excuse also does not require the ballot to be notarized
1: okay um and and that's the Boone county is interpreting that as well, even if our you could interpret our stay at home orders as allowing a person to go vote um the fact that we're asking people to social distance and limit their uh travel um is in your opinion m- meets that criteria,
2: yeah, so the um I mean ultimately. If you've ever voted absentee before, or if you've had the challenge of trying to, you know, vote before you leave town or something like that. uh, Ultimately, voters have to kind of choose for themselves what they feel comfortable with because they're the ones that are signing their names. Um, But that is that is a a reasonable way, I think, to look at the way that we have absentee voting. And uh, there have been law changes that are not in effect for the June
1: 2nd election, though. Okay. Um, and those will be in effect for our next election. Uh, I don't want to confuse the fact that we want to stay Correct. mostly focused on the fact that things are coming up. But so the next election after June 2nd is when?
2: Correct. So if you've seen, and I don't, I don't want to confuse people either. So if you have seen that there are law changes and, you know, there's lots of headlines right now that say Missouri has mail-in voting, Um Table that for now in your head until after the June 2nd election, because it doesn't apply okay. to what's happening right now. Um, and, right, it so, hasn't been signed, and it hasn't been signed by the governor yet. So uh, that's okay. still enough in flux that we're sticking to what we've been
1: doing for the last few weeks. We're sticking to what we can. And when we know more about that, we'll have you back on. So right now, um, the deadline to apply for a mail-in ballot is Wednesday. for for a ballot to be mailed to you, right, by 5 p.m. But up until, what is the deadline for being able to vote in person absentee, like to go to your office and vote in a way where maybe you would have a little bit less contact with people in lines and such?
2: 5 p.m. on June 1st. So it's all the way up until the Monday before the election.
1: Okay, so up until the night before election, you can still go to the county clerk's office um, during business hours and ask for an absentee ballot, and that will be given to you, and you can vote right there. Correct. And you're doing social distancing and infection control procedures there. That um, do do you what do you expect the turnout to be um, in person, or do you have an idea?
2: Um. So it's so hard to know. I think it's going to be 10% or fewer. Um, I mean, we we already have a relatively hard time getting people to turn out for local elections. And I think probably the combination of um, having the precautions that we've had to have in place, people's concerns about going to polling places in the first place, and then um, potentially it's hard to know whether moving the election from April to June will help her or um, you know cause a little lower turnout but i I get the sense just based on the phone calls that we've received and the amount of communication that we've gotten that uh, people are very aware that we have a June election, which is good uh, mm-hmm. but I just don't know that there are going to be that many people coming out and because we've had so many people do mail in voting um. Those people would normally be standing in line, and we've already had over 2,000 people that have requested an absentee ballot, so they won't be standing in line.
1: Okay. Brianna Lennon, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Tomorrow on Community Pulse, we'll be talking about summer programs for children and, and what does the data show about how to think about those things. And Wednesday morning, Jenny Chadwick will be hosting Matthew Holloway, who has has been publishing and evaluating the data on Missouri statistics since the beginning of uh, this crisis. So um, thank you um, so much to everybody who's tuned in. Thank you to Mallory for doing a great job with engineering. And thanks again, Brianna, and Boone County Clerk, to talk about voting absentee and the election coming up on June 2nd. Thanks
0: for having me. Thank you both. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye. That's it for today's edition of Community Pulse. You can catch Community Pulse Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. and later in the day at kopn.org and on our Facebook page. As Dr. Alleman mentioned, coming up tomorrow on Community Pulse, keeping kids healthy, happy, and safe in the months ahead. We'd love to hear from some listeners on this topic. If you've been caring for children during these times, let us know how it's been going. And if you have any tips for other caregivers, leave a message for us at 573-874-1139. Again, that's 573 874 139 or email gm at kopn.org. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you tomorrow.